Hey there, this is Twenties Convos with Wale and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life. And if I get to somebody, it's physically important for me to, to be like guys who have like three, four babes. For you to, for you to manipulate it and deceptive, you're, you're putting in work, my guy, you're putting in work. The world. Like as when you're growing up, like the way your parents teach you to see yourself and to treat yourself and to be with yourself. Like for me, that is the start point of body positivity. And everything in between. For example, like spanking the child. I'm totally against it. I'm like, I didn't get spanked. I turned out okay. But then it turns around and then it goes, Did you ever get spanked? On this episode, we talked about porn and its unintended sex education. We had a friend on, Amina, who's an engineer working on some amazing stuff. She talks a bit about herself at the end, but for now, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the great show, Twenties Convos. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Honestly, it's great having you here because, first of all, I know how busy you are person first of all i'm honored to have your intellectual capacity on this episode right it's a it's a it's a it's a blessing right and it's a good way to also wrap up the year even though it's not the last one of the year but it's a good way to end the year on a bang on a bang and speaking of bangs i I can't let us say that speaking of bangs (laughs) well it's not going to make it into the 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 thing itself (laughs) because just just keep going <laughs> oh, no, you have to leave it. You have to leave it, man. I can't know because we're diving right yeah. in. <laughs> no, oh, my days I am useless. <laughs> speaking of speaking of banks, I'm I'm gonna say that again. Um, yeah, let's talk about porn. Now, porn is a is not a new thing, as we said on the notes, Toby. Porn mm-hmm. is porn has been around for ages, right? Mm-hmm. And I know may have had this argument about oh, um, is fifty shades of grey porn. Or rather, is a is a are those cultures that we see porn, right? Yeah. And obviously, they're not porn per se, but the idea is just that they also depict sexual images, mm. and this is not a new thing. Yeah. Right. You see it in the caves in the ancient cities of the world. You see the statues, whatever. But in our own life, right? Porn is like always a two clicks away from 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 your computer, mm. right? But again, that is twenty twenty. Now let I'll, I'll take us back to what nineteen. 92 when the internet just came about again you could not have those clicks to porn as easily as you have now but back in the day men were still creative men and women all right so as far as i remember in my days when i was very very young in secondary school what i heard about porn was from cds sometimes and also for some from some magazines and also for some vhs tapes and the very first time i saw porn in my life was actually a vhs tape <laughs> right well, and i had <laughs> and i had no yeah i am old but to be fair like vhs i'm not that old to be honest think about it vhs was about bro anyone born in 20 in 2000 probably had no experience relating with them in that sense so and that person is already 21 technically so you're old just take it first 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 yeah you know what i say yeah yes. if you're getting old she appreciate it because being born in 2000, it's not, it's not, it hasn't been the best ride for those lads, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. They have rough. But right. yeah, back to business. Um, yeah. So my, my very first time was a VHS tape and I had no idea it was porn was inside, right? And, and then I just saw like, you know, I played it and then I just saw, because it, it was, it was, it was interracial, right? Mm-hmm. And I just saw like, a man and a woman having sex, right? But at that point, I definitely did not know what what was going on. Hmm. Now, I'm guessing this was pretty much, I would say, I don't think I was more than 12 
Yeah. Right. I don't, I, and, and I don't think I was more than 12. Cause I knew it was very, very early. Maybe even 10. I know it was very early. But I know I had no idea what was going on. Like, I didn't have no idea what was going on. And it was probably until secondary school or later. Yeah. Like, realize, oh, actually, that's what that was. That was porn. Or that was at least the idea of sex. Yeah. Now, for, for you both, what was your first exposure to porn? And, and was, it, was it accidental, like mine, or was it like a, something that you knew ahead of time? I'll start with Toby. Um, so I think, okay, maybe pe- first time I saw people kissing on TV, obviously, which is not sex, was very early on. I think I was like four. Um, and that definitely influenced like when I had my first kiss in that sense. Um, but in terms of like pornography and just like sexually explicit content, like on screen or in anything, the earliest memory I have, um, is not of actually seeing it directly, but hearing what it was called in class. So I think I was in GSS two. I remember that block and there was just, people were just talking about like Mojo Mojo. And I'm like, like the only Mojo I know is Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls. So like, what exactly? <laughs> I was so green. And I remember it was, a, it was a CD. It was a CD case that people were passing around. So I think someone had taken it home and then brought it back and they were going to pass it around to someone else. And then I saw the cover and I'm like, whoa, that's like extremely graphic. But I think that was like the first, I guess, awareness of the whole thing. But I don't think I can remember. Maybe the first time I was probably accidentally seeing boys watching it on their phones in school as well. Um, so would you call that accidental? Maybe because you see a group of boys gathered secretly somewhere and you go looking for what they're looking for, then one will argue, <laughs> one will argue, you know, <laughs> what, what you were going to look for there. So that's how I describe my first experience. Yeah. I mean, how about you? Yeah, for me, I, I was, obviously I was aware of porn, but I never intentionally watched it until I was about 27. What? And that's where I'm like, okay, now I'm going to watch it. Now I'm ready to watch it and see what is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my first, I was aware of it from around like 2021. 20, but then I, was ne- I never was interested in looking into that aspect. I was like, yeah, I don't need it. You know, don't, I don't want to know it, you know, because for me, it was just shameful to like, okay. Because I had friends who were like encouraging me to watch it, to watch it. And I was like, nah, nah, not interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's about 27. After I read a couple of books to know more about sex, I have more sexual education basically, mm. and that's like kind of like I was like, okay, today is a day. Yeah, I was 27 when I first my first watched the first porn video basically. I was old, so when I hear, <laughs> when I hear people saying I watched it like around 12, I was like, my God, like <laughs> no, honestly, like even when that happened, I I was not sure what was going on, and it's it is also weird that. You know, for you, Toby, and, and like you said, you know, you saw those guys watching it or you saw the tapes, you saw the co- yeah. tape cover in school. Yeah. It's also weird that sometimes you see that as, as, as a young kid, but you don't know how it influences things that you do, right? Because give the example of, you know, when you saw um, kisses on TV yeah. that you probably did not, that that influenced your first kiss as well. Yeah. And mad is absolutely true, right? Because when you're exposed to that kind of, um, media kind of content you see maybe you see them maybe it's a french kiss for example and it's so passionate tongue to tongue you think okay that's how everyone rolls mm. but like maybe you see the more of the Queen elizabeth, Queen elizabeth kind of kiss where you just peck on the on the lips and and, and then say mm. hi dear you know <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that may be what you do but yeah. for me like even having that exposure 
at that at that age and when i fa- when i finally realized what porn was i remember it was much more in um university where you know that was where like mm-hmm. undergrad that's where like like everybody had porn and when i say everybody i mean like most guys yeah. on the laptops Special right folders. and on the laptops special folders like you know when guys who, <laughs> i mean also like there's a lot of guys that will hide porn in like like you know when you have your hard drive temp file user file yeah it was crazy <laughs> and, and 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 we knew of this guy who like it was known around the block for having a, a good maybe two, two giga two gigabytes of porn on his laptop right so he was well addicted mm-hmm. right he was well addicted and i guess my, my, what i'm getting at is does that early exposure you know influence who you are now and how you see the opposite sex and i mean now for you does you seen that later on do you, do you think that was beneficial or do you think that was in any way could have been less helpful so let me start with you amina on that yeah i guess for me why i watch porn it was not so much to know like what to do like in an like an intimate situation or something for the guy for example but it was mainly for an exploration for myself i was like you know i'm getting like i want to know myself before getting to like know how to behave someone else so in terms of like porn, it's like for me, it, it was like mainly my sex educational aspect of things. So mm. because at school back home, you know, there's so much shame around uh, yeah. porn. Sex, yeah. much, Not just porn, like much, sex as a whole. Even sex, yeah. And it's very much an unnatural and a taboo thing even to like pronounce the word. People don't talk about it. Um, so people use other alternatives like porn and things. But for me, it was never something I was very much like interested in. It's until I was getting older, I was like, okay, I need to know myself, even like my intimate parts and like knowing what triggers, like how I get pleased. Like I want to please myself before pleasing someone else. Yeah. 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 So I was somewhat to express, porn helped me explore that side of myself, like my own sexuality and knowing the different aspects of like, uh, but I guess like there is a lot you can do. like. It depends on how you take it. Like porn yeah. can be as well very much addictive. So some people might try like watch it for once and then keep watching it over and over again. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and that part of and, and, and that part of, of, of addiction that you mentioned, I think we'll touch on that um soon as well because because that was a very, very key point. Yeah. But going back to Toby's Toby's um yeah, experience. Toby's story. Uh, to, to be honest, like you know, I, I find like Amina's sort of like journey with with this a bit like practical and you know it feels like a very well calculated thing in that sense which you know I wouldn't have expected to hear but I do get the fact that like most people's foray like if you're thinking rationally about it and you've not had any exposure to like sex education porn seems like the first stop right you know to to learn about those things because if not where then which is a question I'm, I'm like, okay, if we're going to answer that, like how, what exactly would the answer be if, if not porn, right? But that aside, for my experience, um, I definitely think it, 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 it altered, I guess, a perception, you know, early on. But I think what, I, what, what also helped me as well is that um, at the point where I got sort of like, you know, exposed to it in that sense, um, just because I'm like uh, my, my background being a Christian and, you know, being of the faith as well, there was always that element of, not just shame, but but guilt as well uh, for something that wasn't recommended or ideal, like something that was classified as sin. And so that meant, you know, as 
I was sort of like experiencing porn in that sense. I was also like reading into why it wasn't good and all the other sides of it. So I think in a weird way, it gave me a sort of, I won't call it a balanced perspective, but in the ways that porn tends to influence certain people's perceptions about sex and what sex should be like, you know, um, and what the experience should be like, how long it should last, all of those things. I think as I was sort of like consuming that, I was also sort of like consuming the part that was trying to point out the flaws you know, when it comes to like using porn as content for sex education in that sense. So yeah, but how early yeah. was this? Honestly, right from the start, to be honest, I think um, just because people like to call it moral luck in that sense, but just as at my first like sort of encounter with porn, I was also digging on the other side of why I shouldn't be doing that in that sense. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's how I'll, I'll mm. lay that out. Yeah. That's interesting because I never actually thought of it in any there was, there was no point in my young adult life and i'm speaking from age 13 to age 19 mm-hmm. there's no point within that range where i actually think i saw porn as anything negative i don't remember that part of my life i don't remember seeing porn as anything negative the only, the only negative I, I thought about it was i knew that okay i shouldn't watch too much of this mm-hmm. right and that's where and that's when even when i had um you know, flatmates or flatmate blockmates who 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 used to talk about porn or had porn on the laptop. I w- I never really had you know that kind of conversation yeah. with them because I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's not it's not it's not that deep to be having volumes. Yeah. Right of of this then right. That's why you- because again. That's yeah. why I use the phrase moral luck in that sense. Like, I feel that sometimes what you're socialized to very early on defines how you experience different things, right? And so because I think early on in my childhood growing up, the idea of purity and, you know, uh, I guess your relationship with sex, uh, m- maybe not that deep, but at least on the surface level, it was painted as something that should always be kept for later. And so when I found myself being introduced to that kind of thing early on, um, I was also seeking for like, I don't know, I was just trying to understand it better. Like I said, I couldn't ask questions, obviously, in that sense. And so I just asked the internet in, um, instead, right? And found all these articles and stuff like that. So that's why I said, as I was sort of like, as I got introduced, I also sort of like got the balanced perspective from, you know, the downsides to it in that sense. So yeah, um, I wouldn't say that really helped with the shame or guilt part because, you know, sometimes you knowing what's wrong and still going on to do it, you know, is a story for another day as well. Do you know, yeah, I mean, I go. No, I think it's just like I kind of you know, porn is kind of helpful in a sense, like it kind of helps you explore yourself, basically, like not only in the f- sexual level, but also in the physical. Because I know that, for example, back home, like early stage, like we don't get like biology. You don't even know like the human body, like yeah. some of the intimate parts. So people are not introduced to that. So sometimes it comes to later on, it becomes a shock or like not a shock, but the, for example, the role of a penis, the role of a like, like how how does those those two aspects work, and how how do people make babies? Like people think you, your parents go to bed, and the second that some juju happen, and they have a baby. So it's just like you know, understanding how those your your body part, how they works, and what makes what basically. And I guess watching porn, even though it's very much like visual and sketchy and it, it's not nothing like porn, but it kind of helps you give you understanding of how your different body part works and where goes what, you know? Yeah. And I think, Toby, I think yeah. I see you with your mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, so, so, so what I was going to say was that it's just interesting because I, I think if you speak to any like young boy or anything, I don't think his idea of porn is this exploration thing that Amina has mentioned, right? This whole discovering the body theme. I feel that it's almost always very pleasure driven. So that makes it difficult. Like, okay, I, I'll, I'll let you is, continue, but I just believe it's that because. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what I said and it totally yeah. makes mad sense. And is that because of the biological differences between men and women? So here's my point. So as a guy, I always say these guys are flipping binary. All we just got to do is just <laughs> have sex and it's straightforward. You come, you, you, you have an orgasm, bam, bam, bam. Mm. But for a woman, it's much more complex, right? Mm. And could that be a reason why, you know, you have different uh, versions or different ideas or towards between guys and girls? Because for a woman, particularly who someone, I mean, many of us do not get any, any education on sex. Mm. What I knew about sex growing up at the very first time knowing what sex was, was somebody said pencil and a sharpener. And, oh and, 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 that, and that is how it works. That, that was how <laughs> I was pretty much understood the idea of sex from primary school or so, or whenever that was. So like many of us didn't get education in a very, very um, comprehensive mm. form to be, to be understood at the age that we were. So if you're a geezer, you're a, lo- you're a young lad, and, and, and you discover that, oh, um, all you got to do is to just get aroused, you know, masturbate, and then you have an orgasm, right? It's like, boom, boom, boom. It's like one plus one equals two. It is just so simplistic yeah, you for guys. You seek to reinforce that experience. Right, right. But like for, for a woman, it's like you get into that experience. Again, I'm not going to speak for women because there's a woman here, so which is why you correct me if I'm wrong, Amina. Mm-hmm. But for a woman, I think it's more complex where, you know, you have to, understand what part of your body do you react to mm-hmm. right it's, and then and then that makes it a lot more complex so that's yeah. why for us it's nothing like like what are we exploring my guy are we exploring what's i mean what are we <laughs> it's okay i get the point it's okay i get the point i get the point i get the point let's carry on let's carry on i think it varies between women's but i guess it varies between culture as well that's where mm-hmm. the element of culture comes that's where, for example, for me, because I come from like a Muslim family, like the, the way we perceive things is very much different, for example, from Christian, from other religious uh, background. But it's just porn and sex and it's so much shame and, and it's unnatural to talk about it. Mm. And so we take time to kind of get into the stage where like we are aware of these sort of things. Yeah. Like for example, in countries like the UK, they do have like sex education in their curriculum, so they know exactly like how things work. Like mm. even in terms of biology, like for example, when we have biology classes back home, like we skip anything like your the intimate part. Yeah. We, yeah. We absolutely skip it. So uh, here, it's like having the education and the different culture. I think culture is very much a big aspect into things. So Absolutely. different moments see it. I wouldn't say uh, it, it varies culture. Yeah, I would say yeah. it varies. There was a start that, that I saw that was actually very interesting. I'm, I'm going to share with you guys. So, you know, despite the fact that obviously porn, you know, always portrays unrealistic ideas, you know, of, of sex, also glorifies violence, sexism, mm. racism sometimes as well. You know, there are studies that show that, you know, it, half of half of boys and one third of girls believe that porn was a realistic depiction of sex. Hmm. Oh, right. So, so like that is just when, when I when I saw that, I was like, okay, that, that's mad. But actually, that that's not really mad because I knew there was a time when I watched porn when I was very young. I thought that was what life was. Right. 
And I, I, I don't know when my woke moments came. I don't know when that was. But I know there was a point where when you were young, I thought, this is what it is. Yeah. Right. But actually, that's a fake reality. Like, those guys are flipping actors. <laughs> I think that's one of the negatives of porn because mm-hmm. it kind of creates... People think that porn is sex. Like, what do you depict? Like, what you mm-hmm. see in there is reality. Like, it's like, bang, you have a girl, just, you, you're there. You, yeah. You're there. And no it's girl, not that yeah. easy. Uh, you know, it depends on the, how much experience the woman is, is if it's a, she's a virgin and stuff like that. But as well, like, I feel like porn creates like an internal blockage mm-hmm. that makes you unable even to connect with your other parts sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so people see, like, you see the abuse in porn, like slapping and uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So people will like, in real life, will abuse into those because they've seen it in, in those yeah. videos. And Some people like that, though. I'd argue it's like a, so it's kind of is the effect of socialization. Like it's not, I don't think, because think about it, right? Like even with wrestling, you know, some of us realized wrestling was not, was acted like, you know, pretty late to be honest. Like, and so if you then translate that experience with boys and wrestling to people's experience with pornography and things like that, like it's pretty mad because although some people are not aware that, oh, a lot of these things that happen there is scripted, it's acted, like it doesn't last that long. The guy, like they probably shoot over five days to give you like a 10 minute clip or whatnot. Some people don't still don't know that or they're aware of that, but- oh, Really, that happens. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? And so like- there's Five there's, days, oh my no. God. And, and so, and, and so there's, there's, there then is this disconnect with the fact that you know what you're watching isn't sort of like real but just like movies kind of like allow you to suspend belief and suspend reality for a bit i think a lot of people are caught in those moments which is why i don't know if i'm sure we'll get to this at at some point in terms of like the downsides of porn not just the addiction part of things but like just like what we're talking about now just the unrealistic expectations and you know what then is the alternative because i think i mean as mentioned a lot of I guess, positives from it in terms of sex education because there's a lack of it in certain cultures and certain backgrounds. So what then is the alternative? Because I was reading something and, you know, in old cultures, in our parents' cultures and things like that, they weren't actually very prude in that sense because there used to be like uncles and aunties that were geared to have these conversations with young adults when it comes to like sex and sexuality. But that seems to have died down because I don't think my mom or anyone ever sat me down to talk about sex and any uncle telling you about sex, probably someone that also has used porn as their source material in that sense. So I do think there's a gap in sex education, particularly in these parts, but I don't think porn is the way to fill it. That's just my own sort of like stance on things. I won't say fill it. I won't say fill it because fill is a big word. So that means it completes your entire education. Okay, I wouldn't right. say that fills yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I would agree. Porn should not fill your sex education experience. Mm. It might but, add. Should it even yeah. play a part though? Um, it depends. Like I said, bro, it depends. Like we, we, it depends. Like, honestly, it depends. I don't think, um, I know you said the, the idea of, um, you know, people who like to be spanked is a socialization thing. I don't know. I haven't done the research about this. So I have yeah. no idea, but it's possible that sometimes even people who have had zero experience of porn or sex get together and they get married or whatever, or they're just dating they might get to a point where they want to just try new things just because yeah. they just want to try new things. And yeah. it could be that Fair. they try new things through that avenue, right? Fair. Let me track back a bit. So just on the topic of sex education and the gap, or if not like 
porn representing something that can add to that experience. If you're going to raise kids now, would you use porn as a material to raise your kids in terms of teaching sex in that sense? Oh, I mean, my- oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so now, 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 now i see that as an answer so my question then is so why then as adults is the question is flawed bro how is it flawed tell me i mean uh, don't you think that the question is flawed um why why are you saying that because you just said that would i use porn to teach my kids first of all porn should not be watched by kids in the first place okay okay fine ignore oh, i said kids but raising teenagers so for sex education, yeah. basically. So whatever age you feel is comfortable to talk to kids about sex education, would you use porn as a material to add to your teaching? That's my question. No, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I would. I would rather introduce them to porn while I'm like there with them rather than like introduce, like make them aware, basically not make them like discover it on their own, like just Googling browsing suddenly. And then suddenly they get into like a video that leads them to somewhere else. I would rather warn them, give them a bit of background for them. Okay. When you're ready, you can go in your room and do it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Actually, that is a very good point. Because again, it also helps you build that trust. Yeah. I've not read the book on parenting. I don't know how that's going to work, which which, which is why Mansa was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of it is just the education and talking about it. And that's when, like, for example, in some of, like, cultures and stuff, like, the taboo, it's like parents don't talk to their kids. Uh, for example, my mom never told me about sex, anything, you know. Mm. And I have a, a older sister, like a younger sister who got married. She never introduced her. So, you know, she knew about sex suddenly, like, it all came out, you know, when she got married. And she never had this introduction for things work. So mm. I'd rather have that but is that introduction? wait 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 like i'm a bit like uh, like is that introduction like there's sex education and then there's like i guess sex itself right and so at what point because you know again based on my background and everything like you know even in it doesn't feel like a conversation that needs to happen or not needs to happen, but it doesn't feel like a conversation that has happened often until I guess two people are about to get married. And others, some will argue that that is a bit too late, which leads to certain situations in marriages where, you know, people are actually scared of having sex and things like that. So there are extremes on both ends, but I'm wondering. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Like Mm -hmm. I know like for some friends of mine, like sometimes it doesn't happen. So it's like on the day, that's when they know, they get introduced to it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what maybe you have have seen like some videos and things like that, but mm. it, most of the time the talk doesn't happen, and I think that's where the issue is. Mm. Uh, mm. That the conversation there's so much shame around it. People don't yeah. like. Yeah. 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 And I think we need to break. I, even though porn should not be like part of the curriculum to like <laughs> learn about sex or like something, it's just like how do you make people like if you don't watch porn. How would you make people to talk about and feel comfortable talking about sex, porn, and everything in between? Yeah. Oh my God, that was so like you said everything in between, and every time I hear that, I just remember our phrase, which is always on the episode. Yeah. Oh, jeez, man, get your act together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right in that sense, right? So, because you know, if we're thinking about it now, conversations around sex, particularly on, on, on this side of the world, right? Like, if you take porn out of the picture, which I feel should be taken out of the picture in that sense like you know how what do you replace it with in, exactly. in that sense yeah i'm comfortable talking about it 
and especially like if you have like your uncle your grandma your thing and how do you break that bridge the gap between mm. you know yeah, and yeah you got- the porn as well like creates a lot of false expectation as sexual interaction as well and i yeah. think it's well to educate people in that sense yeah in like people see porn and think oh it's exotic like it's yeah. you never tired, exhilarating and all that sense and it's like this false expectation is like yo in real life it's not like this yeah yeah and and even even besides the moves you see on porn porn or the or the act or whatever but also like the women you see on porn like the yeah. actresses right so exactly. you know honestly like pretty much if, even in the even then i was going to mention that you know there's a whole industry behind pornography and there's a lot of shady crap that goes on there right you understand like maybe there's a ideal world where there's like industry standards or whatever when it comes to producing that kind of content but a lot of the time it's shrouded in sex trafficking in you know pimping and things like that so you know when when you look at that you know what what holds up the industry in that sense um based on the moral conversation it's hard to morally justify it is what i try to you know point out like let's not even bring you know ethics into no no morally sorry justify what justify like you know i guess consuming the content basically right because the what is holding up the industry is not exactly ideal like morally or ethically in that sense um i think that's debatable wait wait i'm I'm confused so are you saying that what is holding up the industry is not ideal in terms of the sex trafficking and, and all of that, or, the, yeah, or just yeah. the, in terms of the content that they produce? Content they produce, debatable, but I'm talking about what's like how they produce the content that they produce, right? So, like, so, so, for example, what I'm saying is if porn was supposed to be made whereby we sent our CVs to, to indeed.com <laughs> and say, well, um, I want to apply to become a porn, porn, porn artist, actor, or I don't know what word they use, hmm. right? If that was the standard, everybody, if, if porn had HR departments, right <laughs> would that be are you saying porn would be okay or would porn would still not be okay in the, personally in the personally personally for me based on you know my beliefs and everything I, I i i wouldn't say it's okay like regardless of how what form you know you try to to put it in but i'm just saying like if, sorry yeah sorry i cut you off yeah no no, no. So, so i was saying like but but even if you put that aside i just feel maybe you can say you think the same thing about a lot of things right not everything is perfectly made and so do you throw the baby out of the bath bath water in that sense um i i i don't know i don't know no. yeah you were gonna I say think, yeah i think we should not stigmatize it that much because it's a job people some people just you know accept how they get their f- money for the day and for things so we should not like put it into like it's it's a it's a job for some people it's mm. and mm. people get comes from there uh, obviously like you know debatable by choice like going into porn and, but some people i've 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 met people who've been into porn movie but i had this perception like when i was growing up so like you know people who go who like the porn actors and stuff is like like say they hold they I like th- things like that yeah um what's the other word i can't remember but anyway uh but then when i met those people uh, quite genuine it's just uh, it's just the way of living you know for them you know for yeah, them to yeah. get uh, their own like get some money basically yeah. even though they're really good people so they have no choice you know they can't get any other jobs and stuff so they got that and then you have to do it so they have family to provide for things so i shouldn't say we should stigmatize yeah, yeah absolutely itself because they're human being and they're just doing a job like any other job. Uh, mm. you know. I completely agree and with that. Honestly, 
I think like you're mentioning, it's part of a broader conversation, right? And I think a lot of people tend to zero in on their personal beliefs on certain things and then, you know, cast something as right or wrong when there's a broader conversation that should be happening around it. So um, thank you definitely for, for, for calling me out. Um, I want to talk about, about one thing, which is, which is um, the, the gender differences in um, porn consumption. But before I talk about that, I want to just finish up, um, try and finish up what I was, was talking about in terms of false reality. Mm-hmm. I think porn also causes, causes a false idea of intimacy, right? Which is bloody messed up, more messed up for guys. Right, because when you consume porn, right, I'm get most in most cases the out the end goal of porn is to masturbate for most men, women possibly as well. Um, and yeah. I have statistics for women, just men. Um, when you do that, right, you you see that goal as 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 you filling up, see that goal to fill up a void, right, to fill up a void, a lack, a moment, momentary lapse, whatever, mm-hmm. and well, you. you you think so sometimes you think so exactly you think so that that is a goal right and and it's just the same with cigarettes or alcohol or dopamine or social media or your likes you know you get that dopamine release thing that goes got something positive but actually what you've attached to intimacy is pretty much the wrong thing because you are not just the fact that you're alone but it's a complete it's like a virtual not virtual reality, it's a false reality it's a false code in that respect but it's a false god that feels very very high at the moment and then when you're done you think oh my god you know you might have that well what we call um the post not guilt in some cases but also you, you, might, you might feel like it's justified right and it might justify you not going out to actually find connections actually meet people yeah. right but it's just a slippery slope from yeah. that point because i think i think intimacy is the one thing that i think if you lose or if you can't define or you can't experience my guy, it is it is it is hard to 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 feel. It's, it's hard to like if you don't if you if you think intimacy is something that that is not for you to actually get the real thing is difficult. It's my point. Um, but yeah, let me go back to gender differences. Just to, I don't know, you say something. Yeah, I was just as you say, yeah, yeah, it's a slippery slope. And but when do you know it's okay, and when do you know it's destructive? destructive. Good, good question. Definitely in terms of a relationship, it's tricky. You don't know how, like, the balance there. Uh, yeah. so it's a tricky situation. Um, yeah. Good question. It, it's and one of those things. Well, sorry, some sorry, go ahead. People have, like, unhealthy relationship to porn uh, as well when they try to cut practice uh, abstinence as well in that aspect of things. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. that's a very good point, actually. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. Because... Some people are, are on that celibacy um, yeah. journey or abstinence journey, which again is great, but also you fill that up with, with a, a, an addiction to porn, which again yeah. is not great, right? So it's like that's come to the point as well of someone exploring just exploring alternative of like you know ways of like masturbating or like pleasuring yourself and exploring yourself and what like triggers you, what like you know before getting into like a relationship or getting into like a guy so it's not only because sometimes what i have problem issue is porn is only about the guy so the woman is there already you know whenever he's right you, you're there it's not yeah. only the guy it's also something about the moon for her to explore herself explore her sexuality explore what triggers her uh so you know you need to know like you said in your one of your episode about loneliness so like sandra yeah sandra sandra someone you need to know yourself 
yeah. like emotionally, like mentally and everything, but you need to know yourself physically, uh, like know your body. And I feel like sometimes women as well don't explore their body enough like men do. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I, I guess, I guess the question, so, so, so that, right. There, there's two questions, right? So one is, can you explore your body without yeah. porn? Yeah. Uh, right. Question two is for those who don't think porn is good anyway, right. Then that means not consuming porn and not, con- not even exploring your body might be something problematic. Right. So, so like you might fall in under two camps. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, it does. So, and what, what I would say to that really is, you know, I think for every, for every perspective or thought that we put out um, here today, there's sort of like, I'm sure there's a bunch of research to back up, you know, opposite sides of it in that sense. Right. Um, you know, there's camps and probably a camp that I belong to that would argue that I think we've trumped up sort of like this need to explore in certain ways we've sort of like placed it on this very interesting pedestal that gives it a bit too much power in that sense and you know what do you mean um i'm trying not to be too vague here but it's hard to be very specific as well just that I feel oh, like when it, <laughs> mate, you just you just gave me a classic politician's answer. What is I know, that? No, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> live. But... Too big. Have to be specific. <laughs> Pam, if you if you don't if you don't talk, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that like you know. We, we humans have a tendency to make conversations around certain things, uh, be all and end all, right? Um, and we like to have conversations about things in isolation because it's easier, right? Um, but I'm just saying that when it comes to these kinds of things like sex, sexuality, and exploring, I don't think it's a conversation that can be had in isolation. So it's hard to really like... Of know, course. Yeah. It's hard to pick a side. Not, not even like we're trying to pick sides, but it's hard to really like, you know, put forward certain kinds of points because it's like... Yeah, but like in isolation, maybe yes, but in connection to other different things, right? Which life is a bunch of other different things. It's hard to really like, you know, set yeah, of course. one thing. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that's yeah of, of course. Like you, you can't you can't talk about this without bringing in your beliefs and and your experiences. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You, you you can't separate it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but the point is, I think regardless of where you stand, you have a, a mutual point with people who have different beliefs. I hope. I guess I think that's possible. Um, but uh, but yeah. but something I want, I want to ask actually, I'll start with me now. Who do, you, who do you think porn is worse for, like consuming, men or women? <laughs> That's such a wild question. Even Why? though I'm, part of me want to say like it's a balance, even though I feel like women, uh, men are very much more open and say it out loud or like it's all, say, I'm more like, yeah, men, it's like an obvious thing. It's a, it's a men thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing, even though like women are doing it, but they are more secretive about it. Mm. Uh, so they don't talk. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, mm. I would say honestly, I, I'll find it difficult to answer that question, even lean in any direction, because I think it affects both parties in different ways at different intensities, right? Mm-hmm. So for guys, we could argue that it, it's it's very like emotional, very on a very psychological level. Um, but you could say the same thing for women as well, right? And then for the the dark side of pornography, in that sense, the the industry behind it, like I said earlier, there's also oh, which is why I said consumption only. Consumption. Okay. Okay. If we if we limit it to just consumption, I think because now honestly, I'll put it fifty fifty. To be honest, I think you know, um, given the right circumstances in an ideal world, I think it affects both parties the same way. The reason why I ask that is because I know, and I mean, let me know if this is true. And from your experience as a woman or from your friends, I feel like women can get that same arousal or that same discovery or that same, you know 
sexual media consumption through other media forms like books. And actually, <laughs> women, women, women actually vibe to that more than men do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In terms of books, so you know, using those books as well gives also gives women more power in terms of controlling how much they consume. Mm. Right. Which yeah. is why I think for men, it's it's worse. Amina. I think in terms of book, like for example, for yeah, women tend to start a lot with books, and then after that, watch and see the physical, like the thing, mm-hmm. um, and watch. I'm not. I shouldn't be calling it the thing. It's porn. It's body porn. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but people, women tend to start with the book and then dive into like want to see it how it happens. Mm-hmm. like more visually basically but yeah we do vibe more with books as you would say do you know as, why oh well i guess the descriptive aspect of the scenario i would say is mm-hmm. more it's just like you guys like i would say you guys but guys <laughs> usually like when you watch like a magazine and stuff and you like in your own space and start like yeah thing when we have a book and like it's very much descript- descriptive in like every step of the way it's just it gives you envy, basically. It gives you, like, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I think both because of the same thing you already said I, earlier. I've, about I've always been fascinated. About yeah. men being visual. Like, I think we're very visual as men. Um, and, you know, women respond more to... We're, we're also very binary, man. I feel like... I mean, I've always said this. I think women are the more evolved species. Because... Fair. As, as we're, made, guy, like, we're made after, so technically, according to creation reports. But, like, yeah. Like, it makes it just, we're just too, we're just too easy to... to ma- not manipulate, but... But just two, one plus one equals two, right? Mm-hmm. And and I feel that just makes us because you, you just see a magazine and you're like, poo, poo, poo. It is so it is so <laughs> easy. But again, another argument could be that most women from a very young age, as from the age of 13, 12, they've been they've been they've had men throwing themselves at them, right? Either properly or inappropriately. I don't think there's right. any proper way for if you use a class man. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so yeah. properly maybe like by their peers who are same yeah. age yeah. or yeah. by pervs who are older, yeah. right? And I think, again, I mean, let me know if this is the same as, as a guy, as a woman, rather. But I think if, if I was a woman, if I've had, rather, if, if I'm a guy, if I have women, you know, in different ways, either through TV, on the road, through comments, through everything, just, trying to get with me since I was like age 14, everywhere I go. I think, mm-hmm. I think there's a certain, certain level of... Um, Awareness. Not, not mm-hmm. numbness, but certain level of control that it's not be as... I, won't say, mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone should help me out with this. <laughs> I, I think I, it depends on women, their age, their experience, mm-hmm. and also their background mm-hmm. uh, and the culture as well. So mm-hmm. there are different factors to it. So... The more exper- the more ex- the older women, the the more experienced they are, potentially have different viewpoint of what you're saying now than a younger woman that has no sexual or that has one or two encounters. It does vary between the experiences, the age, the age, the woman, the background, the culture. There's so many. Like it's very much intertwined. It's a complex yeah. system, basically. Yeah. I remember um, when um, um, Fifty Shades hit, not the movie, the book itself. Um, I remember um, when I first heard about it, I, I think I heard about it in, in university, my first year or so, but I didn't really deep what it was. And then, and then I remember there was a girl who told me to, oh, check out the book, read it myself. And 
and I didn't read it. So I just Googled it to see what the book was like, because you're just talking about it. Mm. I was like, oh, really? Like, really? Really? <laughs> really? And then I think what surprised me the most about Fifty Shades was the volume of the book. So it was like many pages and it was like three parts. Mm. And I, I, just, I just thought, why would I sit down to read, <laughs> you know, um, so many pages of this? But then again, I, and I don't read books that often. So that, that's an argument. So, so I guess that was one point I realized that, you know, that men and women, biologically, whatever you want to, however you want to say, and we have different ways of approaching that, you know. Um, but then again, one question I, 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 I want to ask you guys, and I'll start with Amina, is so if, and actually maybe I'll, maybe I'll only ask Amina and just ignore Toby on this question, because I, 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 I know I know Toby's answer. But if... I if, know it too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the question, so let's see. <laughs> if you're with somebody, right, either a partner or a husband, would it be cheating if the other person watches porn? In your absence yeah i would really take it personally like yeah yeah it's not okay yeah i, would I, need, say it's I need to know why i wouldn't say cheating uh because cheating is a very like hard yes. word to say uh but i would definitely question it and say okay why is there a lack is this what are you looking into like why did you watch it like where, is there something missing in our relationship that mm. you think porn will like uh, fill the void? Mm. It's just I would not like I would not judge anyone that watches porn, and I would not mind if my partner even watches porn as long as it's clear communication that we are aware what we're both doing and know why the reason. Uh, and it's just communication, I would say. It's just mm. but going watching it without me knowing, and then later on finding out that I would not considering it cheated but it's it's gonna very much anger me mm. yeah. Nice story. yeah um so i think um i mean i was giving the quote-unquote like practical response that i would have given to, to to it but i think like the thing i mentioned earlier because for me and how i'd look at porn or just consuming that kind of content like, because i think it's connected to a lot of other things um for me it's a no-no like i wouldn't i wouldn't encourage even us to do it together and I would not like just because that is like just because we wouldn't even do it together. It's weird if the person is doing it alone. Really? Yeah, I would. bro, bro. Oh, let me ask you a question. Um, <laughs> oh, I've entered so, it today. I've entered <laughs> it today. Let, let's go. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. your answer is I, I. If my partner watches, my, the answer is default. Yeah, it's obviously it's like yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let me ask my question. Before I forget okay. my question, please. Okay. Um. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Okay. no I remember now. Yeah. So, because you said that that you will not watch it together, right? Which yeah. is fair. And yeah. My question for you now is, to what extent would you then consume a sexually sexually explicit content together? So maybe like in a movie. In a movie. So, like, are you saying that you never do it deliberately, or if it happens by in, by accident, you would you would skip it? Like, where where's your line? <laughs> Oh, this this where's your line question? They used to ask us in summer camp, you know, back back when I was still like, where do you draw the line? Um, <laughs> um, to be honest, I haven't given it so much of a thought, but so I think I wouldn't deliberately like it's not something we'll decide together and say, okay, today we're watching this content specifically for the reason because you know we think it's going to arouse us or whatnot whatnot. I don't think I'll generally like tend towards that decision. But obviously if we're watching like you know regular Hollywood movies and what of and things like that come up, like if 
I guess we're both adults at that point in time, so there's no shame to feel about it. It's like, are we comfortable seeing it on screen? If we're not, then we move on. Not like a thing of, oh my God, it's coming up, let's fast forward in that sense. So that's how I would approach it, right? Can I just ask, like, not in terms of like trying to get around both of you around yeah. and blah, 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 but is, yeah. is it comfortable to watch porn with your partner? Um, no, absolutely. Is it comfortable? Comfort is very subjective. So my answer is yes. Why? Why? Wait, is it comfortable? So- Okay, I will let go on. Go first. Is it comfortable to watch porn with your partner? If you and your partner want to watch porn and you both agree, then go right on. I don't think she That's makes comfort in that level. I feel it's more like, you know, is it, is it a decision that, like, is it, is it a decision that you would consider before it happens or is it just a normal thing? And for me, I think, like, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, won't be, it won't be comfortable. It won't be something that I would... Um, why would not be comfortable? It's like you've already passed the uncomfortable stage and everything. Like, why just... Oh, no, yes. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to give porn that power. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, when it comes to sex and sexuality, I don't think porn is the way to get that knowledge experience. Yeah, I think that's where the balance, because you need yeah. to draw the line. Exactly. Uh, like, okay, exactly. Whether this is helping you in terms of, like, oh, you just... In terms of, like something you want to like just curious to watch it with your partner rather than just having them to watch it individually or like not it's just an experience to kind of have together get guests without riding on like or in i don't know i it again like i said because it's also like for me i, I it's hard for me to see it in isolation and so for me like just based on all the other things that's connected to i would still just say yeah it's not not comfortable wouldn't suggest it um yeah, like it's probably a conversation that we would have had even early on before we get to that point where we both are on the same page when it comes to um, consumption of sexually explicit material, basically. So, yeah. so, uh, so, are we saying that? Yeah, I mean, I think I was. Um... No, I think I think that I would not suggest it, but sometimes as well, like porn, as bad as it can be or can be portrayed, sometimes it can help troubled relationships, like relationships that are like in, you know having issues especially like intimately sexually uh porn I, would, can... I would argue yeah. against that okay. I just, because i, I feel like ask, there's more wait, sorry um, i'm just gonna it. ask yeah. you both and say are there any good sides to porn then and i, I think i'm not began by saying it can help relationships so toby you're about yeah. to say something i think upon not even relationship for me uh, porn can help your own inhibition towards sex itself yeah. uh for me that's one number one basically uh, despite the false expectation that porn have, but it's just like any addiction, like anything too much is excess is like an is bad for you. So it's mm. like any addiction. So people get addicted to porn. I've I've looked at some stats. Like people lost jobs because they have porn addiction. I'm like, yeah, like I don't know why. See that, bro. That's so what so I know wait, is deep. Wait. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that that actually leads to my point in the sense that. In like sex, not, not just porn, but sex in itself and everything, it's it's a pretty wild fire, right? And there's certain places where it can burn and thrive and everything is fine. But just like a fire, if you light it up in the wrong place, it can damage a lot of things, right? And so because of that, I feel that, you know, when it comes to, I guess, issues with sexuality and, you know, maybe people in marriages facing certain issues, I think there, I don't, I feel like there are better alternatives, maybe like, you know, sex therapists and things like that. I don't know. Maybe what those if your therapist recommends something? <laughs> that's some what I, that's what I was going to say, right? But I feel like you know, you, <laughs> <laughs> I think Christian sex therapists. Like, are there Christian sex therapists or like religious sex therapists that are sort of like 
you know, yeah, faith, faith-based, right? And so, yeah, so I feel like that will probably be something that I would maybe recommend just because I feel like... They may not be boomers, but they're definitely millennials. Yeah. So, so and why I'm saying that is because, like, it's such a, like, the... I guess pornography in that sense is such a very powerful tool that can be easily misused. I think it's more often misused than if I don't think I've ever seen it properly used. We can have conjectures and like ideas and ideal situations where it can be properly used in that sense. But I just feel that at the end of the day, that same thing can be spun to mean something else. But that's just me thinking like not just practically, but just all around thinking in that sense. I'm going to ask you um, a, a, <laughs> a mad question now <laughs> oh, geez, and brace Lord. up. And you got to answer it. If not, I'll break your head. Jokes, oh. I'll break your head. No violence. <laughs> violence. Um, so let's imagine a scenario whereby, you know, you need to go to a, a sperm bank, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and you, and you ha- I, I have to deposit some sperm in the bank. Yeah. Either for medical reasons, either for family reasons, either for, I don't know, whatever reason it is, you have to go there. Fair. And obviously sperm banks, they give you videotapes they give you porn they give you magazines right yeah so what would be your choice to consume um imagination bro fez yeah one would argue that imagination is based on something you've already consumed in the past but i think if i had the choice imagination basically (laughs) i know like i was ready i saw her pumping up to like (laughs) remembering that uh, you know, uh, like a vision or like a hallucination. I don't wouldn't say that, but <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it's true. I, I, I generally think as as a guy, specifically as a guy, because we guys we lack control of things because of our, our just how we are. I think I think imagination is the better way to go. Um, if you know that you are prone to to you know that kind of addictive spirit mm-hmm. and imagination is also healthier because again you don't fall to those um uh to those debatable porn dan- dangers debatable like i mean i said if your imagination is based on exp- your experience your previous experiences with pornography right like that, that no i mean i mean maybe previous experiences with real people yeah um yeah. that might help like yeah. you can have an experience without even for someone you only fancy like it doesn't just the thought of the, uh, that person without the mind, exactly you... exactly the mind is very you know it's almost why you know even the bible you see something like you know even if you look at someone lustfully yeah. like quote unquote so I, I feel like the mind is a very powerful thing and we don't necessarily need to feed it with too much for it to like you know spin in a certain way like everybody knows what it like i don't know that yeah yeah because as well yeah. sometimes like you need like the the, what do you call it i'm um, losing the word like the imagination itself yes it's good but sometimes it's not enough like i'm talking up from a woman's perspective mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. element can be something that you know yeah yeah i don't know about guys but yeah <laughs> imagination it on itself for me at least that doesn't do it yeah 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 because again like some some of us have very very short short attention spans. <laughs> I just found of bread like for said in the last episode. <laughs> so like you know yeah, but I, I guess the key point is is knowing the dangers of porn itself. You see, the thing is, I, I don't think porn is ever is ever going to go away. Like it's actually, not. I think porn was 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 one of the drivers. Porn was porn was one of the reasons why the internet rose so quickly. I think so. There's there's one story I read about porn that actually links to the internet and growth of internet. It's like porn spawned 
on the, I, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it just shows how you know powerful it, this thing is. And of course, a lot of it is is men because there's more male users than female users um, of porn. But yeah, just like final thoughts on on this. Um, I just start with Toby because because you had a lot to say today. <laughs> yeah, um, I was gonna say like if you look at the history of the word um, porn, like it's it's gotten from I think the Greek word called porne, and honestly, it's always had negative connotations. It's something that is unlawful, something that is unnatural, something like the the history of the word itself has not represented anything good. So. I guess I'll leave that thought with like, it it then makes it hard to debate and argue for some things like, you know, good sides when um, the word that represents it and words are pretty powerful, you know, carries a lot of negative connotation, even it's in its source already. Um, But generally I think when I I feel in terms of sex education though, um, there is a gap that needs to be filled um, on the continent and even within faith-based societies. I feel sometimes it's very like, if you look at conversations that happen around sex and sexuality, when it comes to faith and things like that, you know, they always wrap it up as this very mystical thing that you will figure out when you grow up, but it doesn't doesn't happen that way. Right. And the best kind of faith that I like to practice uh, as a Christian and even as a person of faith is things that are practical things that get down to the core and the root issues of things. Right. So, um, um, for anyone out there, like uh, I think also things thrive, um, the shame and everything thrives in secrecy, which is why I'm happy we're having conversations like this. And so for anyone out there listening, I'm not an expert in any of these things, but if you just need someone to talk to about, I guess, your feelings and perceptions about certain things, um, you know, I'm a DM away, hopefully, um, in that sense. But yeah, that, that's what I would say. Awesome. I mean, well, he summarized it so well, I can't really say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. For me, it's just like use it wisely. Like as anything, it can be when it's too much. It can be very much like harmful. Just find that balance. Um, yeah, and have those conversations because people don't talk about it, and that's the biggest issue. Uh, and I feel like people that are introduced to porn, they need to have somewhat of a conversation before getting to the point of watching it. You know, being introduced like a preliminary kind of like introduction before the actual thing but yeah everything that toby said he didn't really summarize everything yeah and i think i think you should also know why you're watching porn i think knowing why you're watching porn if you do watch porn is very important if you're watching porn to fill up an intimacy box then yeah. that is that's a slippery slope yeah. if you're watching porn to research if you're watching porn to distress arguable fair um, but again, like like most drugs, most drugs, alcohol, social media, a- anything that that gives you a dopamine effect is is you're you're one step away from from damage, right? Which 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 is why what ice cream. I'm gonna say is just know the difference as well between actual sex and porn. Like that's yeah. what I'm gonna be there because sometimes because yeah. fellas, like I'm like Toby said, those guys this guy recorded. I mean. Is it actually five days? Are you sure it's five days? That, that, it's that's, definitely, that's... It's, it's not a one take. I don't know if it's days, but I know it's not a, it's, it's not a one take. There's, a, there's uh, I guess, research and documentaries about it, about how they actually get to produce, say, 30 minutes of footage and things like that. And it's anyway, um, the key point is just like, <laughs> those, those standards of the women you see as well, it's not, it's not reality. Like, it's yeah. not reality. They're actress, they're acting, you know, it, yeah, acting. So acting is never real, right? One, one thing that I know, and maybe we can end on this because it's not really a summary, but I'm like, what exactly drives um, what? Because people say um, 
I guess, porn influences what you see or what you expect in certain places. But what drives, I guess, the creativity of porn? Like, is it that they've seen that men or they've heard that men want certain things and then they go ahead to recreate those things? Or is porn a thing that is, you know, testing the bounds of things and see what appeals to people in that sense? Food for I think, I think, I think it's latter. I think porn tests the boundaries of things and see what appeals. Mm. And, 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 and the, the more appeals it is, the more, the, the more they push for it. Because mm. there's many things you search for that you would find, but <laughs> might, have, might have less viewers. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a way of testing who wants to see it. Right. But also, I don't, I don't rate human beings a lot because there's a lot of human beings that are into some very, very dark shit. Right? Exactly. So, so, so nothing, nothing would surprise me to yeah. say. Yeah, I guess it doesn't go that deep easily. Just say. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes Paul make it seem like you're easy, like you bang. Like <laughs> oh, we said we started with bang and we ended with a bang. Um, that is very <laughs> profound. Mad, <laughs> that is profound. Anyways. <laughs> so a final question before we go. This is just a one answer, one word question. So okay. when do you guys think you watch porn again? Again? Nope. In your lives? Never, yeah. never, bro. Oh, awesome. I've had experience my fair share. It's enough. I'm <laughs> old enough now. I know I's enough. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a porn-free fiesta for the future. And Amina, thanks for joining us as well. Thank you. Um, Amina, before you go, talk about your love, of, love of books and and what and what you're up to, just so that everybody can catch up with you, um, off the pod. Yeah, as you said, like I love good books. If you want to follow my journey, uh, I have an account called Amina Reads. I post regular books and my experience throughout books. So I read about everything and anything, including sex and porn. So, you know, that's how I trigger my spice up my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by trade, you are. Uh, by trade, I'm an engineer. So I work on autonomous vehicle. So anything self driving, robotics. I'm your girl. Awesome, awesome. Actually, I'm gonna bring you back. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. <laughs> All right, then. I mean, it's been a pleasure. Um, thanks, thanks for joining us, and uh, see you guys later. All right. Cheers. Yes, people. Hi again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Twenties Combos. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe, smash like and follow buttons, and you can also share with a friend that you think might enjoy it. We release new episodes every Monday, but in the meantime, you can also keep the conversation going and keep in touch with us through our Instagram at Twenties Combos, and that is Instagram at Twenties Combos. And we post polls, videos, and quotes of all our content all week. Remember, again, it's at 20s Convos. Till next time, have a good one, guys. Look after yourselves. Take care and peace.